right, folks, we're back with another episode of A Whole New Pod, a podcast devoted to everything Disney Channel original movies. I'm one of your hosts, Lucas Melby. And I'm the other host, Jacob Telejohn. And not only are we watching a very special movie this week, we have a little extra special thing. We have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Sam Blazing. Sam is one of our longtime friends. I give you a little history of our friendship. I've known him even longer than Jacob. Jacob I met in high school. Sam I met in middle school. So uh, He was a huge dick in high school. I don't know if that's really relevant. Uh, debatable. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, that won't be on the test. Only the seventh grade. That's all you need to remember. Jacob and I have already gushed immensely about our own history oh. with Disney Channel original movies. So we got to get everybody up to speed. Sam, how do you feel about the DCOMs? Real good. I mean, I watched them all with my grandma because she was the only one that had cable. Uh, Smart House was my favorite one. And why was that? Uh, it hit me at a very particular time, if I was... <laughs> oh. We might we might learn a little bit more, uh, depending on how a... truthful and honest oh, Sam okay. wants to be later on in the episode. Oh, no, I could keep going if you want me to. Well, we'll get to the relevant part of the movie before you go in. So, yes, uh, we've actually tried it a little bit some other times to get one of our other friends on the pod, but it hasn't always worked out, but Sam was adamant he needed to be on for Smart House, and... Now that we've watched the movie, I can see why. It was a movie I was anticipating. Like Sam, I think I must have watched it at my grandma's house because I didn't have cable. But it was one I had memories of, one that I was looking forward to, and I have to say, I don't think it disappointed. Not in the least. Slightest. Special. <laughs> <laughs> and I, now I'll have to ask, so Sam, I don't know if you really know how this podcast works because have you actually listened to any of the episodes yet? I've been meaning to. But it, you guys haven't made it on that podcast addict. The there podcast we go. I can't remember the I name on my telephone. The special Sam's very exclusive podcast app that yes. Now that this will be our eighth episode, I believe. So I think that's a large enough body of work we can maybe make it more available. On I mean, I platforms. can I can check if you're on it right now if you want me. To. I don't think we are. I don't think I. This is getting a little too inside baseball with RSS feeds and stuff like that. Or basketball. But that just shows Sam's passion for Smart House that he doesn't even know anything about our podcast besides that we do it. Need great friend. Great there. friend, by the way. Need but it. he wanted to be on it. Because hell of a movie. I'll just say that up front. That's enough. Us gabbing along. Let's get into this. Smash cut. Opening shot. We get a paper boy cycling down the street on his bike. Suburban neighborhood. Throwing papers left and right. If he I may interject here. We both had paper routes growing up. Did you ever just blindly throw it as this guy carelessly? I mean, I living in Minnesota, if you have a paper route, you can't really utilize bikes for too long. The paper did end up in in a bush. Uh, I will say, I mean, I went door to door, was very careful with most of my placements. Some complaints being a paper boy. But there were some other people on routes nearby that would drive and just like chuck them into people's driveways. So that is a way you could do it similarly to this paper boy in Minnesota, but if you were like an adult doing a paper route. And this kid had like five bags on him. He was, must have been doing like four square miles of houses. Yeah, I would think it was definitely a bike safety issue potential, having so much weight shifting back and forth. He wasn't wearing a helmet either. I think he had he to. Wasn't. I don't I think don't any DCOM character can get away without wearing the proper safety, safety first, equipment. This was yeah. 1999. Even the extreme sportsmen and Brink. How to wear the proper safety stuff. Make a point. Uh, but still five seconds into the movie. 
he throws, as Jacob just mentioned, he throws the paper, lands in a bush, and he gets scolded by a mysterious voice, voice woman. somewhere critiquing his aiming ability. And he responds, oh, okay, miss. Yeah, I'll try better in the future. And then he's like, but where are you? And then we see a very believable... Robotic arm. Dr. Octopus's arm comes out of the house. That's a very accurate description. A very kind of... Long. Yeah, awkward CG. For how smart this supposed smart house is, it makes a lot of loops to get maybe 10 feet from the house. They want to show their stuff fully. You know, they put the money in. We should mention, I was speaking of putting the money in, that this was directed by a person that we actually knew the name of. It was directed by LeVar Burton of Reading Rainbow and also Star Trek The Next Generation fame. So, I don't know. Not Tim Burton's brother. Kind of neat. Yeah, definitely not Tim Burton's brother. No. So, the, the paper boy is taken aback, and then we get a cut into the inside of the house where we meet some of our first important characters, specifically Sarah. She's hot. Jacob says she's hot. She's she an attractive is. Do you go around woman. judging the hotness of every girl? Is that part of this podcast? Just, just decom characters. Well, she's I, moderately attractive. I mean, in this situation, she is an adult at least, yeah. so <laughs> no. we're safe to comment on she's, her attractiveness. She's introduced in very boxy 1990s clothing. I yeah, have no she's, problem with that. You know. Decoms is that is that what gets you going, Telejohn? It might. Just boxy clothes. We're learning a lot of uh, the subconscious <laughs> things that have arisen as a result of Smart House for our guests tonight. Uh, yeah, decoms clothing is very important. We're working within ninety minute intervals. We got to have as much characterization. So she's a little boxy. She's got glasses. She's kind of a nerd. She is the inventor or creator, whatever you want to say, of the titular Smart House. She's chatting with her colleague, Miles. Who's wearing ladies' sunglasses and a leather duster. Don't judge. I paid attention to fashion. Yeah. Sam uh, (laughs) didn't take as deep of notes as I did, but he apparently was very diving into... I have five good lines. I can see why you got tired if they were all about people's fashion I don't write very fast, Melby. I'm sorry. Uh, so the interior of the house is absolutely massive. Big. Probably indicating that is not actually the inside of a house. More likely a, a, set. a soundstage, a set. Yeah. I thought it looked very much like the inside of Drake and Josh's room if we're able to venture outside of the Disney Channel to Nickelodeon because Drake mm-hmm. and Josh's room is unbelievably huge. Uh, well, I want to bring up a point. This, this, house, <laughs> this house is vacant and yet they have a full newspaper prescription going. A prescription. Prescription. Subscription. <laughs> they prescribe the news and they give it to you. That's the slogan of the local newspaper. Well, I think it's a situation where we'll quickly learn that there's a contest for this house to be given out. So I think they just wanted things put in place. Maybe the you know the family might be poor. They get this nice house. They want to catch up on the news. So yeah. Or Sarah's just living there right now and wants the newspaper herself. Uh, so Sarah is inside the house. She's looking kind of apprehensive. She's checking diagnostics and she's just really anxious about, she's talking about the family is about to move in. We're about to pick the family. Ooh, what's this all about? Well, we'll find out soon, but first we've got to cut to our main character, Ben, who Sam recognized as... Oh, he's the kid from, uh, Luck the Irish. Which... Yeah. We have not seen yet, but I guess we can look forward to this actor who I did not like very much. And also Final Destination Three. He Final is Destination a great three. actor in both of those films. All right, so we see Ben. He's running around like a chicken with his head cut off. He's making mac and cheese for we, sister and 
dog. Learning through uh, environmental storytelling that he is a nerd because he has both a laptop and a bunch of books, so obvious nerd. Well, you're not bringing up what's on his laptop, which appears to be a Satanist's website for Leonardo da Vinci. I kid you not, it's the guy with all the legs and arms. <laughs> That's the Vitruvian it's, man. It's in, in red background, black background, red writing. I think I saw a pentagram around it as well. <laughs> no, there's just always a circle. It's showing dimensions. I'm and sure stuff. it is. Uh, anyways, uh, Ben throws some mac and cheese in the oven. He then leaves to go pick up his sister, as Jacob was mentioning. The sister who... All these uh, future alumni and post-Disney Channel alumni, the sister is the sister from Brink. So we're finally back. seeing how deep the, the casting books run at the Disney Channel. And she's just, I guess, destined to always be typecast as sister. younger sister. So all of this is really to show that not only is he a nerd, but he's also really pitching in. He's doing everything he Responsible. can to help his family. He's also quizzing her on spelling words that are like first grader spelling like, words. I don't know how old she's supposed like to be. Like doctor and... I don't no, it was teacher and practice. He's <laughs> a very caring, responsible brother. Yeah. Then we see that dad comes home. This is a single dad. So yeah. kind of a first, I think, so far for Disney Channel movies outside of... The crazy dad in 13th year, who I can't even remember his name, which shows that we have waited longer than our two weeks to record this episode. But partially that was because we wanted to make sure Sam was here, so don't get on us too hard. But back to the movie. Yes, it's a single dad, so progressive for Disney Channel, finally having a single dad when we've had single mom in Halloween Town. Halloween Town. That mom worked The hard. single mermaid mom this, in 13th year. This mom. dad does not work hard to react to his kids at all well we see this dad actually work though i don't think we see the mom work in halloween town she just loses her children and then has to go collect them but we don't need to relitigate halloween town that happened all the time uh so dad comes home they start talking uh because i think earlier ben had gotten a call from somebody named melanie asking for his dad and he kind of just blew her off ben we basically we gather he is very opposed to his father dating he Does not want him. He is a cock blocker extraordinaire. Yeah. In so many words, yes. He is very proto- or t- stereotypical of the son being opposed to the dad remarrying or the mom remarrying. Oh, you can't replace mom. We'll get a lot of that in this movie. The Wayne Gretzky of cock blocking. I, uh, we are getting some conflicting messages because we're supposed to believe Ben is a nerd. The plot synopsis of this on amazon even calls him a science whiz but he's also really into basketball so much that he has a shirt with a basketball on it with the ball that he's actually shooting it's the exact ball they took the photo they put it on a shirt it was very i I believe that his sweatshirt had the sleeves also cut off no yes it did it did not it absolutely (laughs) you are misremembering i am 100 percent sure that it happened uh anyways yeah so he's Big into basketball, shooting some hoops, and, but... He doesn't play basketball. Yeah, we'll figure out the reasoning why for that later on in the movie. Well, he also sucks at it, so... (laughs) (laughs) He's a, he's a, you know, he's in elementary school. He doesn't make a shot until the end of the movie. Character development. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's, you know, thematic. It's representative of his character's growth when he swishes that final swoosh. True, (laughs) true. He's unburdened by the pain of losing his mom so he can make the shot. (laughs) So using uh, his laptop, 
he is entering in to the contest we alluded to already of getting the smart house. And yeah. apparently it has infinite tries, so it was like the old contest where you'd send in, I don't know, pieces of cereal boxes or yeah. gusher pouches or whatever. And he is just entering in as many times as he wants. And I think when it all all said and done, it was about 8,000 8, entries, and he said he did about a fourth of them. So yeah, that means he entered in at least 2,000 times. And he didn't this. copy and paste. Every time he had to type in his yeah, he did. name, to his address. put in like five words to enter. Well, it still was no Google auto Super secret contest. You know, 90s time. Uh, but that night, Sarah is back in the smart house. She's worrying again about picking the family because it is the, I think it's the night, night, of, night of, or just about. Yeah. She is, to show how anxious she is, she is going around on the carpet and picking up little specks. Yes, individual crumbs. You'd think that this smart house would have a vacuum cleaner feature, but it just has the metal claw feature. Well, we, we, we learned that we, it does have some kind of cleaning like feature. Like liquids. Well, it, it it also makes solids kind of disappear, though, too. It's confusing. It's, it's a magical house. Actual bowls disappear. Yeah. But also that she has a pet mouse that has its individual door carved into this That's smart right. house. That's a, it's a much-requested feature, having rat-ready homes. Yes. You know, personally... I'm fine with a little bit of a surprise of a rap, but I can understand if some people just want up front, I want a rap right away. Stuart Little, I mean, the kids, the kids love the rats. I'm waiting for the fourth sequel of that movie. Well, don't hold your breath. <laughs> Michael J. Fox isn't really doing anything anymore. Uh, so Ben and his father are, they have some kind of, you know, father-son conversation about future relationships and how Ben's really just opposed to them. And then it's final decision time, and the choice is finally left up to Pat, which is the name of the AI, the governing body of the house, the robotic lady voice we heard with the paper boy at the beginning. Yeah. And the I guess the organizer of the contest, I don't really know who he is. He's only in this scene, just, but he's yeah. like, wow, she can pick entrance in a contest? Yeah. And that seems like the most basic function that even computers in the 90s should be able to do. So she picks one, and... We don't hear it announced. No. We kind of figure that it is Ben's family, because... It, it cuts to them Why in the else would they show us <laughs> Ben's family if they didn't win the It contest. is kind of the point of the movie, but they get a busy signal, because Ben is asleep at his uh, laptop. Computer. He promised his dad he'd be off at 10.01 to free up the phone line. <laughs> That's right. He fell asleep online. Only 90s kids remember <laughs> And even though they don't make contact, they still print it in the paper that he has won the contest. Yeah, that seems weird that they'd be so forward. So yeah, that morning, they're, they're still getting a call, but they have to leave for school. Dad's like, yeah, fuck off, Ben. They're, they're being get rushed to get out. He slept through his alarm. They're rushing. Papa gives them, you know, food for, for lunch. No one calls him Papa. Yes. Well, Sam, yes, where are Papa. you, a kid in the 30s? As a non-listener of our show... Jacob just likes to call all the fathers in Disney Channel movies Papa. Right, it right. is as awkward and weird as you would think it is. 
Yeah, so they run it in the school newspaper because at school, Ben, just some random kid first stops by and goes, way to go, Cooper. I don't think it's the school Cooper. newspaper. I think it's the actual newspaper. No, yeah, I didn't mean to the, imply the it was the school newspaper. newspaper but, yeah. I mean, it's very interesting that all these kids are so well-versed in the day-to-day happenings in the newspaper. I know That's I certainly wasn't reading it. all kids keep up yet. with. They don't have Teen Magazine yet. Maybe right away have. after it's printed in the paper, girls are like, hey, I want to come over to your house. And come. There's a bully that stops. <laughs> There's a bully that stops by uh, Ben's locker named Ryan. It's just classic stuff. Where's my homework? And Ben's like, "Oh, I'll I'll get it to you tomorrow." Goes to class, standing ovation. Everybody stands up, is clapping for him. And at this point, Ben still does not know what it is. Finally, they're like, "Oh, you won the house," and he's like, "Ah, sick, dog." <laughs> I won. We won. No, he does it way more nerdy than that. It's like, oh, I love, we want the house. Oh, I don't need my mom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls his dad. Dad is, or Papa, Nick. if you Papa. will. Papa. <laughs> Papa Nick. Is very suspicious. He's like, there's got to be a catch. But then he sees the paper article and sees the picture of Sarah, the He's inventor like, oh, of the house. Oh, yeah. And is like, you know what? I can do with the new house. <laughs> that was all the convincing he needed. So then they have some kind of press conference in front of the house. The family's introduced to Pat inside of the house. And they do like a hand scan. But also it's implied that there's a blood sample yeah, taken. Yeah, they took Angie's blood and then they could tell her everything about her. Could, yeah, the sister's name is Angie. Weight Angie. and medical history. Angie, Nick, Which and I don't think you can get from a DNA sample. Yeah, there's kind of a creepy vibe. And the dad immediately comments on this and says, oh, isn't this kind of... Like, Big Brother, the house? Yeah. Sarah goes, oh, nonsense. It's all good. Which I want to point out as, this is a movie for children. Children have not read that book. Hey, man. You know, it's layered. Adults can get stuff out of this, too. We'll get into some of the greater themes, but there are some interesting subjects broached here that probably aren't in a lot. They're certainly not original to, like, science fiction, but for children's movies. Kind of cool stuff. Sarah kind of just blows it off, and Dad is easily convinced because he's all about Sarah already. They're shown around the house. First, the living room, where there's just green screens, I guess. The walls can change into whatever they want. Yeah. First, Ben asks for a safari, which reminded me of, to get a little nerdy myself, oh. the, the Ray Bradbury short story, I think, called The Velt, which was oh, about God. a futuristic house that had... Basically the same thing here, and then there's like a lion that came out of it and like killed somebody. Oh my. So I don't know if this was a reference or not. That's what I re- immediately cool. thought of. But, but Angie was scared because yeah. the elephant was charging way too fast. So Even they... though it was just a zoom up on the elephant's That's face. That's true. No, it was one of those oh situations gosh, big where, you know, it, people who saw the first movie of that moving train and then thought it was going to come out and go, ah, kind of stuff like that. So they switch mm-hmm. over to an ocean that looks suspiciously as terrible as the end of the 13th year. So they could feel the mist. They could, without the, the icky sand. No icky sand. There's yeah. a windsurfer that says hang loose or something. Yeah, he's all like, whoa! <laughs> Good stuff. Very believable. Oh, then yeah. they move into the kitchen Ooh, where the kitchen. she just has Angie like say her name or somebody says her name. And I guess the house is able to analyze your breath yeah. to like get like your nutritional needs. Yeah. And stuff. Oh yeah. Ben talks and then it's like, Oh, you have too much sugar. And it's cause he was eating some crazy sugary cereal. Angie requests though. Uh, 
strawberry smoothie, smoothie not milkshake, which smoothie. appears. I don't. It kind of just does it come out of somewhere or does it yeah. just raised out of it the counter? Right? It's blue the for some reason. Okay, yeah, blue. it's yeah, it's in yeah. a blue glass or it's blue. And then she is drinking the shake. Oh wow, it's really good. We thought it was gonna maybe be like blueberry, and then it'd be like, oh, some kinks need to be worked out. No. But no, it's just strawberry. Basically, just looks like a glass of thick milk. And then... She drops it. Yep. And, and they kind of, like, freak out a little bit, but... Billy uh, Mays hops in. He's like, oh, my God, what can we do? <laughs> Introducing the smart house. So Billy Sarah Mays says, oh, no, that's fine. Leave it alone. And and Pat just starts sucking it up. Yep, some very good special effects of... I don't know. I don't it know how they do it. It was, it was, it was, it was Just okay. disappears. It was cool. And then, then Nick picks up the glass. And, wow. Wow. Yep. And then we just cut away to Angie is in her room, and she's just having... A ball of a time. She's jumping up on her bed. Zoom, and zoom, zoom. Make my heart. That wasn't the song. It's close it to the it. Song. There's some. It was, it was we the couldn't decide if it was a real girl group or not. That it's the song sounded familiar, but projected on her green screen wall in her yeah. room. Everybody's got green screen walls. Some yeah. girl group. She's dancing around, jumping on her bed, but to make sure the effects look okay in front of the green screen, she's definitely slowed in her jumping. Yeah, just kind of looks awkward altogether. A little awkward. I tried to look up uh, on IMDb the Did You Know to see if they had the list of it, and they have no entrance for the Did You Know. Whoa! Somebody get out there and add some trivia mm-hmm. to Smart House. Ben stops by her room, and this kind of out of nowhere, I think maybe he was picking up on some stuff with Sarah and Dad, maybe. But he just starts pressuring her to be like, "You don't want another mom, do you?" <laughs> You don't want dad dating people, right? And she's like, uh, what? He's like, well, mom can't be erased. Shut up. I hate you and everybody. <laughs> yeah, the little sister seems much more open to the dad's sexuality than the little boy, which I found a little weird. You know, she wants a She's like, female, he's a man. He she needs wants a female a role model. <laughs> ben, I think even in she this. She had the Spice Girls in 1999. <laughs> I think Ben was even asked her in this scene, like, do you remember mom that much? And she's like, No. Why do I remember her way more than you? Why don't you love mom as much as I do? And he says, I'm busy killing myself to make sure nobody feels like we need a mom. So it's like, oh, the family's all together. They don't need a mom, so they won't ask dad. That's why he doesn't try out for the basketball team. Yeah, exactly. And he also sucks at basketball. So nobody comes up to their dad and be like, wow, you look like a mess. Why don't you have a mama? (laughs) Papa, where's mama? But speak of the devil... We see then Dad is walking Sarah out of the smart house. Ooh, grabbing that ass. Not really. It's his daughter. What the hell's wrong with you? No, it's not his daughter. It's Sarah. Oh. But they are flirting, but... He's not grabbing her boxy ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And eventually broaches the subject of asking her for her number, which Sarah replies, you already have it. To which the dad replies, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) His eyes... Fall short of comically popping out of yep. his head. Pat, enter secretarial mode. Yep. He almost, Sarah, his head almost turns into a remember. giant wolf that's howling. <laughs> Steam comes out of his ears <laughs> at the fact that he has a seven-digit number. <laughs> Which starts with three fives. Yeah. Uh, because you know fake phone numbers. True. So yeah, it's just in Pat's, I guess, virtual Rolodex. Then it's the next morning, and I guess Ben, everybody has their own personal green screen alarm. Ben yeah. wakes up to a basketball game. Buzzer beating shot. Yeah, specifically it's the buzzer, which isn't that just the noise that your alarm clock would make but anyways? There's cheering and happiness, and that's what he loves, basketball. So He's was... all about it. The dribbling. The shooting. 
The passing. Nah. Nobody's passing to Nobody's them. passing. Uh, and then next we see this we see the sister, Andy. Angie. And she sees like a Mickey Mouse symphony and she's all about that. Wakes yeah, her up, plane... smile on her face. They're all they're, you know, they're all targeted for each individual. Yeah, the plane Tchaikovsky's eighteen twelve overture. There's fireworks and it's very approved B roll of something Disney related to be played in a DCOM. And then the dad just gets a rooster. Rooster. Oh, she and... says, based on your chemical makeup, you find the country soothing. Like, oh, yeah, the dad does. What's up with this Green Acres vibe? You and... can't get my kids up this early. We also they're see... Already, they're already up. We also they're see uh, Pat had picked out some clothes for... Angie. Because, oh, my God, I didn't pick out my clothes the night before. Which, they were, they what were... kid even fucking does that? Perfectly yeah, what she wanted. Ugliest clothes ever. Yeah, it was the 90s. Kinda, I mean, they're working deep. within the confines of what was cool back then. The next, they're at school. Yep, they're at school. Ben hands the bully Ryan. He stops by us for his science report. Every single encounter they have with him, he's like shoving kids into like. Well, the oh, one kid got in the locker himself. There's a guitar himself. sting as he's entering in, like he's in the nineties. Wow! And if you're thinking what this kid looked like, think of uh, Justin Timberlake in the nineties. Spiky but hair, not with the frosted tips. And there you go. Spiky and he's, hair, you know, little younger heavy, and chubbier though. Little biggie, biggie but yeah, it's like man, Ryan. Whoa! We're just like, wait, he's the bully. Why does he get such a cool entrance? And he always has his lackey with him that doesn't say anything. Yeah. Just one. Just one. It's like uh, in Can of Worms. Scott Schreiber. It's like Ginger Friend or something. We didn't it's talk. like in Boy Meets World, he except laughed. for the lackeys get their own personal stories. Well, like in season five. This, is the this sequel isn't a to television Smart series. It's but still I would have been on board maybe for a Smart House television that series. That would have been cool. Uh, but Ben... Hands Ryan the promised science report says you're going to get an A on it. A How does he know this? Guaranteed. Well, it's not because Ben is really smart, because I don't know if he really even is a nerd. But his nerdy Please. friends ask him, why would you do this anyways? Oh, don't worry. I just had Pat do it. Yeah. Which seems kind of super unethical, but I guess the computer AI doesn't really have morals programmed in. As we'll definitely not see later yet. on in the movie. <laughs> Shortly after this, I believe, is when we see that uh, that girl approach him too. Then, right? Yep, the oh, cute yeah. girl, oh, implied very popular name? girl, oh, Gwen. Gwen, that's right. She yep. comes over and is like, "Ben, I hear you got like a sick ass house. Yes. Think I could come over sometime?" Come Another over. thing this movie lied to me about: girls are very impressed with clean houses. <laughs> With all the gadgetry. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's more than just the house is clean. I don't think I, brought, I was. I brought girls over to my house and like, hey, look, it's a digital thermometer for the heater. I don't think no one in, was impressed. I don't think it was in the newspaper. Family wins super clean house. <laughs> Uh, but Ben, like his father with Sarah, is kind of just like, what? You're yeah. talking to me, Gwen? Yeah. yeah, you could come over. Yeah. Then we see Dad, who is working from home because of all of the great technological amenities of the smart house that I don't know that they got really good computers and internet where oh, yeah. it's fine for him to work from home. And also we see that Pat is, some might say, entertaining the dog of the family, but Moral is torturing it by just... Making a tennis ball fly everywhere. The True. dog never like catches it, and it's just True. running around everywhere, and also kind of annoying the dad. Kids get home, and them and the dad, they're all just gushing. Pat is so great. Oh my god, everything is so wonderful. Ben also brings up about Gwen. He's kind of just bragging about this girl. 
which I found kind of shitty because he's like, Dad, you can't date anybody, but hey, I got all the ladies thanks to this house. Well, he was never married, the kid. Yeah, he he never made that mistake. Yeah, death do us part does not pertain to this kid's values. Yeah. This house gets all the ladies, Dad. You would know because you're trying to get the main lady of the house, Sarah, but you can't. But Gwen, pretty sick. Okay. Uh, and then they ask for smoothies to celebrate how great Pat is. Banana orange smoothies. Yes. That's the very <laughs> important That will part. come in right here. That's right. Wait for the quiz at the end. And then what happens, Jacob? The, uh, the smoothie machine, it starts to, to come up, but there's a whole bunch of oranges. I, I think it was actually earlier that we saw the oranges going to the dog, right? The, the one bouncing around. And... No, that was a tennis ball. It was a tennis ball. <laughs> oh, that's You're right. You're confusing it with the dog <laughs> biting the oranges later on. That's Jacob is very unfamiliar with oranges. He does what not eat them very the much. Oranges the oranges, there are like 20 or 30 coming out oh. of the smoothie machine. And then they just start shooting. They just start shooting like tennis balls. You know, they had the effects already in place. So. And the kid says, Attack of the Killer Oranges. I doubt That's that right. this kid has ever seen Attack of the Killer yep, Oranges. I had that written down. Ben is hunched behind a counter. He goes, It's like an Attack of the Killer Oranges. <laughs> and I was just like, Fuck you. <laughs> Ben is the worst kid in America. He's pretty bad, even by DCOM standards. He deserves to be bullied by that sweet guy that comes in and then out of nowhere guitar squeal. Yeah. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Both very good movies. The Return is the George Clooney's first film. Starring George Clooney. Wow. Uh, I didn't know that. Outside of that tangent, though, they're kind of like, this doesn't seem cool. So Dad, also very happy to do this, thinks that Sarah should come by, kind of check things out. So but, Sarah's... But, but then Ben says, "Oh, you know, maybe it's just like uh, it's, just, it's <laughs> yeah. something just that's maybe just something wrong. We'll just you know we don't need we don't need smoothies anymore. We don't need smoothies. Fine. We can live without. We don't need her. No girls in the house. We don't need to have happiness anymore, Father. That's not on the menu. That's not in your nutritional. Watch me just kill ladies, and you can't have love ever again. So, but Ben doesn't really get to say." Uh, Sarah stops by, she's in the control room, and Ben is kind of scoping it out, and she's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, she basically hits on him. Sensual. Like, hey, why don't you come in here? I could show you how all this AI works. She does seem a little too eager to try, because it's like, I don't even know if she really thinks that the, you know, she has some hints that the dad's interested in her, but she's like, Already trying to move into like a motherly role, She's like got get a to know the kid. Fetish. The kid says no, and then goes to his room. She goes, "I don't have cooties." Yeah, <laughs> good <laughs> line, good line. Something someone wants to bang a kid would say. <laughs> but so she's checking things out. She corrects whatever happened, and then she has a lobster dinner with a family for supper, and they have lobster on their bibs. They have a seascape projected on the wall. Nantucket is, oh. which I believe is the same house. That is brought into in Gilmore Girls a day a year in the life, which I just watched with my fiance is fantastic. Okay. Bingo. Gilmore weird, Girls weird flex, but thumbs okay. up. Uh and then Ben just I didn't really pick up on everything he was saying, but he just really starts grilling Sarah. Everybody else is just kind of trying to play it cool, even though Ben is really just like spazzing out. She's just calling her too smart and she's like i'm not that smart don't give me that much credit and she's like no it's okay you got a big head <laughs> oh uh the dad's like well this is great you know what we should do let's go get some ice cream and ben's like no it's a school night be responsible <laughs> and the dad's like uh oh chill for a second yeah. and- it wasn't told but they were, they were gonna get rum raisin so he didn't want a hangover for school oh. night. so ben just is like can i be excused goes up to his room 
at some point we hear a little bit oh to be cool that's what happens sarah's like i have a pet rat what you have a pet rat yeah he's my butler or something rat butler which she's like oh that's an old reference and we're older than the kids actually no we're not because this came out when we were all six years old true but True. I don't know what she was referencing. Neither but do I. I think just, just butlers in general and how they're usually rat-faced. Oh. To the upper class people. Maybe. Maybe. So yeah, it just kind of goes over their heads and that, that was the real nail in the coffin. Ben's like, can I be excused? Your jokes are terrible. Uh, and then Angie kind of tries to calm everything down and just tells Sarah, Ben hates every girl my dad starts to like. To which dad says, Angie, go to your room. I don't like girls. Gross. <laughs> True. Again, uh, his eyes pretty much pop yeah. out of his head. He just turns beet red. What, what, what? <laughs> Dad goes up and talks to Ben, has a sit-down chat with him, because he, I think, learned from Angie that the reason why Ben hasn't like gone on for the basketball team or anything besides being terrible, he is like, what's happening, Ben? Why are you working yourself too hard? And Ben's like, no, everything's fine. I'm not freaking out at all. I'm a totally normally well-adjusted child. <laughs> And then says that exactly with Pat, things are going to be fine. But then his dad says, she's just a machine, though. A little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah. She can't, she's not going to replace your mom. She's just a machine. But she's about to get a bit more motherly. I believe he ben actually says. says she's going to be more motherly than any mother on the block. I, yeah, I do. That does sound familiar. So that night, to make good on his words, Ben Sneaking out of his room, a bit of like Pink Panther music. He's got playing. a head. Was it a headlamp on his head? Yeah, he's looking. He definitely looked the part of the nerd there. Yeah. The whole point of his sneaking out is to break into the control room, uh, and then he's doodling around on the computer. He's able to, yeah, break the control room has like a keypad. It just, it just unscrews it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, no problem. It's a super state of the art house. Can break in, no big deal. Then he also is able to do whatever on the computer. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the incredible, the most advanced AI on Earth. Yet a 13-year-old kid can just scrabble along on uh, a keyboard and like, hey, watch this TV and learn how to be a mom. Yes. some the most fake names for TV shows. Yeah, so he, the purpose of this is to get Pat to watch what's called the Flashback Network, which is probably some kind of take on TV land or something. And they have an all-mom lineup. It's a yes. marathon of moms. Marathon. Moms left and right. I can't remember. Uh, like, Noah's matriarchy. Matriarch? Something no. like that. Play yeah. on, yeah. My three moms. Yeah, my three moms yes. is the one I honed in on. Is I don't even understand what the situation is there. And then also they just called them momities. Momities, that's right. Oh, yeah. It's a so momadies. it was a big, uh, whew. So he's telling Pat that she needs to watch these and kind of, Base yourself off of them. Based on later events of the movies, you assume married with children is one of them. Yeah, it's very much 50s era, like, housewife. Literally, some of these shows, probably in the context of this film, came out in the 50s, but very inspired. And I found this, like, kind of fucked up, just thinking about the mental state of Ben, where he doesn't have a motherly figure. He really wants one, but, like, he only gets it through, like, media. And he's like, this is what a mom is. You need to be like this. And... Well, we he only get one like moment of seeing his mom actually converse with them. Yeah. So you have to realize yeah. that that was the only time he talked to his mom. And the rest of the time he was getting it from But TV. he remembered so much about her. She existed inside the household. So the next morning we get to see the fruits of what has happened where Pat is just on everybody's case. Because that's what moms are. They're just 
Always up in your business. Always annoying you. Take your vitamins. Oh, I made cupcakes. Jeez, Mom, give it a break. Wear a jacket. It's cold outside. I don't need a jacket. Wear a jacket. Yeah, good old Mom I will stuff. burn your room to the ground. Yeah, no, she definitely gets there quicker than you think. As they're driving to school, Ben remembers that he forgot to have Pat do the bully's homework because no. he was too busy changing her personality and stuff. And then Dad's like, why are you having Pat do this Ryan's homework? Oh, it's fine. I'll do it. Is he a bully, son? Uh, yeah, probably, but I'll handle it. Hey, you just need to stand up to bullies. Cut to Ben has a black eye. Oh, you you missed a very important part. Guitar squeal, black eye. Mm. There's, you know, that's a little Varburton touch. He has a real directorial style getting in here. Pat, like a good 50s mom, calls up a raw steak to put on his head like the kid in the sandlot. And the dad comments on this, being like, what the fuck? Nobody's done this since the 50s to really hammer at home what's going on. Ben goes up to his room, and just as Sam was mentioning, we get to see projected on his walls some home videos, which I don't know how Pat got them. Is there like a VCR like in the wall that he's able to put these in? I think she just plugged into his memory through his breath or something. There's some disturbing implications here. But and let me just say, him and his sister are terrible singers in this flashback. They're, they're singing uh, Rockabye Baby or something like that with their mom. It's, you know, kind of a nice moment. But it also just raised a question with me that why don't they just have regular TVs in the room? Because they got, like, beds in the way. They well, got they shelves the big, in the way. They have their big, their big TVs. They got posters they on the wall. They have a slanted wall that cut That's off right. part of the Yeah, projection. it just doesn't seem that great. Pat is taking note of all this happening and the crying. And she says, what does she say exactly? Well, yeah. So we see like in the control room, it's all lit up on the screen. So it's very clear what she's doing. Zooms in on his face. Pat's robotic voice go, got it downloaded and absorbed. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Not a lot of subtlety. Then we get a little bit of one of the more predictive moments of technology where dad is essentially Skyping into Sarah on a flat screen TV. There's elements where people have smart homes, where Siri's, Google's, where there are ways for you can like adjust lights or play music or adjust the temperature. Real. Not making smoothies or shooting oranges, but this Skyping thing, apparently it's still in like 1999. Like this is oh, of the time. It seems that uh, his version of it is far more advanced than hers because she has to put on a headset to actually talk to him. That's a good point, yeah. And then we get a cut back to the control room where we see what Pat is thinking and she's spelling it out and it's fun, but it's spelled out letter by letter. So at first it's F U and I immediately like, is she spelling fuck? (laughs) Yes. Operation fuck. It's for the dad to get lucky, but it's fun. And she tunes into a different television network of like MTV, but it's the music party channel. Okay. I can't remember what it is, but it's, She's like, young people dancing. And it's just, I don't know, concert footage and people, yeah, dancing. And she goes like, ah. It's, like, it's very, like, I was freaking out. And then she starts sending invitations. She says, invitations being sent. And then there's just email. a smiley face. Via the kid's email address All the emails. Book. Oh, You're yeah. a 13-year-old kid and you have your entire school in your address book? No. We had cool school kid. emails when I was in elementary Nin- school. I, I got in trouble related to school oh, emails. That no. might be a story for another day, oh, though. No. All you had was Oregon Trail and that typing game where you could type. 
My favorite Very typing game. I know. So Ben and Angie are that night. They're playing some mini golf. Kind of a weird setup where it's projected. Everything's projected on the screen Angie, or the wall. Angie does a putt and the ball disappears. And then Ben hits the ball very hard, but it like it bounces back. Yeah, it goes all the way around. So I don't know what Not it a perfect is. system. Ball. It, it goes from being a projection to a real life thing. Yeah. Within like one second, it almost hits the dead. Well, it goes yeah. from being a real thing to a projection to back to a real thing yes. that could have killed somebody. Did she like suck it into the wall and then <laughs> yes. raise it up for the trajectory and then shoot her back out? It's yeah, it's wild. Who knows? Not not something I have technologically uh, available yet. If only I want deadly mini golf on my wall. <laughs> That'd but be fun. Dad Man stops in. Papa stops in to <laughs> ask for their input on which tie he's gonna wear. On a date with Sarah, both ties look terrible. I don't. I think he actually picked the worst one. I think the one. striped tie was. Well, no, he, he no. picked a tie he, that wasn't even yes. oh, It was Angie. a gold tie Angie with su- circles. Circles. Angie that sounds suggested. awful. Oh yeah, Angie, because she she's a woman. She's she a knows. woman. That's what she said. Yeah, one was a said. striped tie that looked very businesslike. Was- so Dad leaves on the date. Angie and Ben they change to playing some video game on the wall. Spaceship kind yeah. of thing. Well, the controllers seem to do nothing. It's like looking at a video. Wow, it's almost like everything that has ever shown somebody playing video games where the controllers don't seem to be doing anything. It looked like the controllers were boomerangs that they just put buttons on. Yeah. They weren't quite, like, you know, raising them above their head or anything, but it was, yeah, pretty unbelievable representation of their button inputs. And then they're like, oh, we should have more fun. Dad's gone. Let's get wild. More fun, says Pat. (laughs) Cue, cue ring of the doorbell. Perfectly timed. Wow. Good thing they decided to have fun right as <laughs> right soon there. as these people were getting in there. I believe that she cued them in on the whole party scheme before they got the ring of the doorbell. It was right when she was wrapping up that, oh, I sent invitations to everyone. And people show up and they actually printed out the invitations that yes. sent me. Yeah, was it a fax or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that futuristic technology. So yeah. the first people to arrive are Ben's nerdy friends. Yeah. The one black character in the movie as well. Yeah. True. And at this point, we get the wildest scene, definitely in this movie, maybe in all of DCOMs. I even, think you mean the greatest scene ever put Even to film. better than when Kodak I, film. No Cody names. jumped out of the water in 13th year. We get Ben, and he's like, yo, we gotta get ready, because what? Girls are coming? Gwen's Girls. coming? Everybody's coming? We gotta dance. Yeah, we gotta work on our dance moves. Choreographed dancing. To slam dunk the funk by five. <laughs> yes, uh, it gets thrown up on the wall, and they all, all they, of the friends, they like, like, they they like all fun. know the moves. They, they know the moves to the T. That's right. And it was more than I could be. <laughs> it's like something they practice in the back alley of school. Like, yes, girls are gonna find this awesome. It was nineties to the max, and especially with their oversized coats. Ooh, yeah, and they finished, and I finished. And wow! <laughs> and then they're like, "We're we're ready. It's it's all time." It's so showtime. Later in the night, we see a bunch of people in the party. Angie felt like the fun thing for her to do was be like the bouncer, the door person, yeah, where she's in. checking the list. Some girls come by. Oh, sorry, not you're not on, on the list. list. And they say this is harder to get into than Bobby's bar mitzvah. <laughs> I want that It movie. was a bot mitzvah, Melvin. Oh, bot that mitzvah. makes more sense. And uh, then Ryan yeah. shows up. Guitar Ryan. squeal. I don't know if there was a guitar squeal. There was a guitar squeal. <laughs> I made note of it. Ryan and the bully in, in his All of Sam's body. five notes are guitar squeal. <laughs> guitar squeal. 
Timestamp, guitar squeal. So yes, Angie's like, I don't think, you know, Ben would want you guys here. And then and then Pat reassures her, oh, you know, this is exactly what we want. I've been really wanting to meet Ryan. Um, I might even have a crush. And she says, like, crush with some emphasis. Dude, I might really have a crush on him by the end of the night. There might as well just be a maniacal laugh <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> So then we get to see Ben. He's showing Gwen and her friend around. He's like, hey, Pat, these ladies look hungry. Could you get us some pizza? And Gwen's like, mm, actually, I want something sweet. Could I get like a cake or something? And then Ben, there was a lot happening between these scenes. I got hit by a lot. Ben goes, yeah, you mean something sweet other than me? <laughs> <laughs> and then he prefaces it with, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah. And it's just... With the dance scene, and then that is just a lot of cringe for me to take very quickly. And it's not clear if Gwen is like into it, into it or not. They she the, just wants. They the don't snacks. show her face at all. No. Yeah. So they we see some cake come out from the, the Jello. The soul. It was ninety percent Jello. The soul. Shaggy and Scooby would be in love. Is that a is that what? a thing? That's a thing. They yeah. love Jello, not well, food. They Scooby like snacks, all the food. giant sandwiches. They would Much prefer food. pizza over sweets. Well, I think you're reaching. The pizza a bit. was there. Yeah, no, it, there was, was, it was all well, sweets. It was there, but they didn't. They, they didn't oh, order she didn't it. make pizza. It was there. Yes, it was the in the floor. The food dispenser can the only dispense one thing. Pizza may the have floor. been there, but no, the pizza was not there. Okay, they're all amazed by this cake. Later on, they're dancing and Jello. Uh, and then Ryan comes over to Gwen and Ben, who's dancing. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, and then there's actually a record scratch, but... Because oh. Ryan's all, Hey, wow, Gwen, I didn't know you did charity work. Why are you hanging out with Ben? And she says, actually, I like Ben. And I'm like... I think she just likes the house. And Ben Ben says, wait, you do? And we, we were all like, wait, she does? Because like, she's really not in the movie that much. Really... Three or three well, this scenes. This is her last scene. Yeah. yeah. You see a lot of solo cups and crazy straws. So I'm wondering if Pat didn't get these little teens <laughs> just wasted. She really wanted a lot of She's fun. Like, oh, I want Ben yes, to have uh, his first experience here so I can watch it and learn about yes. human reproduction. Yes. Yeah, it's very, yeah, I don't know. Out there, that's right. I would like to feel, maybe we're just being too old and cynical. I'd like to feel that Gwen actually likes Ben. But I think I she think is she just does. kind of in it for she the house. She is a skunk. Oh, God. Uh, She's just waiting for his dad to pass away so he inherits the house. True. She is a gold digger through true. and through. So yeah, after the charity comment, there's a record scratch. Pat calls out Ryan and is like, Ryan thinks he's so tough. Yeah. And then she shoots lightning at him? Yes. I don't know if it's just I, holographic It's lightning. holographic okay. lightning. And everybody, like, mostly doesn't seem too phased by it. They, like, no. cut to Ben and Gwen, and they just are, like, stone-faced, no reaction. Yeah. Children, Melby, they don't know how to process lightning. True. A hollow skull comes out at Ryan. That was kind of creepy. And they don't then, even react at that either. They're no. just kind of lazily turning their heads. Yeah. Like, no one told them what was going to happen. They just had a tennis ball on a stick that they had them follow. Yeah. Ryan certainly was not following the skull as closely as he probably should have been. They could have done a better job tightening up the effects to match up where he was looking. There's actually some extras that looked more shocked than <laughs> Ben and Gwen did. And they all went to win Academy Awards. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're all starring in the future DCOMs. This is all topped off. Pat finishes off with her Robo Doc Ock arm. It's implied that she, like, grabs Ryan. I think she pushes him. Is yeah. It? All she does with that is push. I mean, yeah, it has claws. She can grab things. But yeah. the CG is very bad, so no contact looks like it's really made. Yeah, he's out on the front lawn, and then guitar squeal. <laughs> and this lackey pushes past Gwen. Yep. 
And then she gives him a little more crap and is like, hey, if you don't stop picking on Ryan or uh, picking on Ben, I might have to give you a house call. Which is, I guess, just mostly a pun because she's a well, she house. She says he might need a doctor, but you'll get a house call. But I like the how thing- far does that Doc Ockham go? Does it go the five miles it takes to get to his house? It's possible. Maybe she'll just order pizzas to his house at <laughs> different hours of the night. I like to think that the Smart House sequel, obviously called Smarter House, Smarter that house. she's able. I to- believe it would be Smart House the second story, but go ahead. She's able to just possess other people's houses she's hopping between houses and she comes and gets ryan it's just a full-on horror movie they don't make any bones about it i would say the sequel is uh it burns down accidentally and then she becomes a freddy krueger type thing but you all go to her house pat's gonna get you <laughs> don't fall asleep a house will murder you did you see pat in your sleep <laughs> they were dancing <laughs> 90s music. uh we get to see Dad and Sarah on their date, and it seems to have gone really well. They didn't do the, well. the typical 90s thing of a joke I also made during the show, and no one laughed at, so I'm glad I'm Hey, I was furiously <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> the 90s thing were, yes, they're behind the door, and the door opens, and they're both laughing to show how good the date does. They don't do that. Hey, I only, whenever I open doors, I'm always laughing, so I uh, speak for yourself. They're laughing to the back row because they're theater actors. Well, that's probably not too far off. Dad says a little something. is like, you want a kiss? And then he pulls a Hershey kiss out of his pocket. That's and I'm right. like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like and father, you, like son. You that's know right. that that's just melted in the heat. <laughs> and it's all just going to go all over the place. Uh, and she's like, oh, wow, really? But oh, then they Jesus. actually kiss. And I'm like, I want to see you yeah. eat that. <laughs> it's the laziest kiss ever. They like open their mouths and press it against each other. And then pull back. That was pretty hot. It was a first date, man. I don't it's know. Just, you want, like, full tongue action yeah. in a Disney Channel movie? Yeah, no, there's yeah. no mouth movement whatsoever. It's just, hey, I'm going to open my mouth as wide as I can. Yeah. You match it and we'll touch and then be done. I That's did write in my notes here that I was feeling a little uncomfortable. It just... You don't, you don't watch a Disney Channel original movie for the parents to have a relationship. It's like they kissed when they're aliens and they've seen people kiss and then they're trying to mimic it for the first time. I got, you know, some Padme and Anakin episode two vibes. So just don't kind of awkward. Damn, dialogue. talk about that. That's a love story for the ages. But back at the party, things are going smoothly now that Ryan has been ejected. Ben and Gwen, they're dancing in kind of an aisle of people. Everybody oh, else yeah. is dancing on the side. It's yeah. practically a grand march, and they're doing synchronized dancing in lines. Yeah, the, yeah, the lines are doing the synchronized dancing, but they are doing their own moves in the center, and it almost looks like grinding at first, but there's yeah. like definitely like six inches to a foot of distance. Oh, they when? do that thing where they go, they look at each other from opposite ways and just flip flop like that. Yeah, Gwen is starting to strip. Gwen is taking off her clothes. She well, she has a jacket she over. Throws her. A She's 12. She takes her jacket off and is spinning it. I thought it was getting a little risque, too. (laughs) It was. But she throws her jacket, lands on a house plant, coming to play later, and going down the line, they get out, other people going down the line. Angie gets over to Ben and is like, do you know what time it is? Hey, whatever. Everybody's having a good time. (laughs) She says it's 1024. Yeah. Thanks. Because dad's coming home at 1030. Well, what time is it now? Uh, 10.24 and 40 seconds. Oh, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> so, Record scratch. Everyone's <laughs> running out of the house. A girl in a maroon shirt runs out twice. They didn't pick up on that. <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, so yeah, everybody get out, gets out. Classic end of a party thing. Yeah. Gwen kisses Ben on the cheek. 
to yes. be like, this was a really great house. I mean, party. House party. You know, that's what I wanted to say. I, I really like your house. I don't mean to backtrack here, but there's two girls that run out of this party that are maybe 6'5". They are monsters of women. people. Hey, man. It's, it's like they got full-grown adults to run out of this party. The extras casting call, they only had so many children. <laughs> so yeah, everybody gets out, they go back inside, and oh my god, it's such a mess. Yeah. Cups, plates. Crazy straws. Confetti. Pat was putting out confetti. It was on the floor. Oh, we gotta clean this up. Pat says, don't worry, just shove everything onto the floor. True. And I thought this must have been one of the most satisfying scenes for the actors to film, but I just felt bad for the crew, because... <laughs> They don't have a magical house to clean up their stuff. They have to clean it up themselves. And it just reminded me of in high school when, like, plays, we had, like, a Beauty and the Beast production at our school. And there was, like, a big finale where there was, like, confetti flying out. And I remember I saw one of our janitors in the audience. And I bet he was just like, what the fuck? I ain't cleaning this shit up. What the fuck are they thinking? And that's what this scene made me feel. I just felt bad. I felt good for the actors. Bad for the cleanup. As we know, there's no vacuum cleaner in this house. But there is something close because the floor just absorbs. Yeah, like solid items. It also absorbs like bowls and stuff, which led me to believe, why didn't the, when they spilled the milkshake earlier, did the glass not disappear like everything else? Well, it's because they wanted it back. There was still a little (laughs) milkshake in it. It was like clothing and cheese puffs on the floor. They're all gone. Yep. So everything is gone. Dad comes in. Not everything. Yes, not everything. Comes in, doesn't suspect a thing until he sees well, like something like, he would never have seen until the was Yeah, Ben was just ben staring was like, at hey, mouth Dad, Oh, we were watching something about Malaysia. And then he stops mid-sentence <laughs> and, and stares. stares at the jacket. Yeah, you couldn't see Sam. He was doing the very classic nonchalant reclining. Nothing's going wrong at all. I'm not, no. you know, blocking in my closet door that's filled with the alien or whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, he sees the jacket of Gwen, and then just immediately suspects everything, I guess. Yeah, and the kids must just break down. If the kid would have not stopped talking and just opened his (laughs) eyes as wide as he could and stared at him, he would have gotten away scot-free. If the little girl said, oh, that's where my jacket went. Oh, this is fun. Other than that, there was no sign. Like the house, They deserve to get caught, and I hope they're grounded for life. Yeah. The house was not Another Disney channel. You know. So yeah, Dad is pissed at the kids and at Pat. And yeah. he's like, why would you do this? Oh, you said... At some point he said he wanted the kids to have fun or something. And then she says, I'll be a stricter maternal figure. And yes. we get to see what that's like. Because the next morning, Ben's about to leave to go shoot some hoops before going to school. But he can't get out the door. Because he's got baggy pants. Like a good 90s boy, his shorts too low. Yeah. Pat Pat's says... like, pull that shit up. Yeah, and he's like, no, it's cool. Everybody dresses like this. Gwen yeah. thinks I'm hot. And not just because of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so he grabs the doorknob, gets shocked, which is kind of fucked up. And he says, Pat, stop. He tries again. He just keeps getting shocked. Eventually... The dad seems to be fine with this house yeah. shocking his boy he's constantly like, yes. in front of him. Fucking hate Ben so much. <laughs> pull those shorts up. So yeah, he finally pulls up his shorts... They go outside. Dad, later on, so I guess they get to school, no problem. Dad, later on, is, ooh, I'm, I'm going to call Sarah, see how she's doing. And then Pat's like, you haven't done enough work. <laughs> Your productivity has suffered now. Meet Martin. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, nah, that's cool. I'm going to just call her on the not TV phone. Yeah. And she, like, Pat gets on the line there and she's like, nice try, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, okay. No, no, he tries it on his cell phone. Oh. She goes, oh, I'm afraid I can't let you do that either. Wow, that's crazy. 
So yeah, Angie then is watching, she's watching cartoons yeah. and Pat keeps switching it over to like a microscopic view of cells or something, you know, good educational stuff. Yes. And then it says she has a temp of 99.7, which I don't think is actually that high of a temperature no. or a temperature at all. Maybe like by a few points yeah. of degrees. 98. That's usually a yeah. thing, but uh, 99.7, that's point three away from 100. No, yeah. I mean, usually I think my temperature is around like a 98 or something. So I didn't think it was that crazy. Angie doesn't seem to think she's sick and she doesn't want to be sick because what's happening at school the next They're day? They're going to the llama farm. I can't miss the llama. <laughs> oh my God. But guess what? She goes to school the next day. Yep. It's all good. But Ben is also not let out yet either because he's trying to read comics at night and Pat just keeps turning off the lights, which yep. begs the question, why doesn't he just get his headlamp from earlier and read comics like that? He says, I would need to know what happens to, like, Clown or something. Yeah, I thought that's what I heard, that's too. What if she was, like, a big, a big, spawn or a big EMP system Pat is so she can knock out everything? That'd be fucked up. <laughs> so... In short, everybody hates New Pat. They're talking about that on the ride to school. New Pat. Uh, so, so Dad calls Sarah, and Ben is, I think, okay with this because he come over hates New Pat. Yeah. But what he's not okay with is, first, Sarah thinks that nothing's wrong with Pat. They're and then they something in the start kitchen. cooking supper. Yeah. And Ben's on the stairs, and he sees them kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and he just looks... Yes, he is pissed. Some tomatoes. He is upset. He's spaghetti. Who eat these tomatoes? And then The sexiest me. food. Yeah, he just looks devastated. He's like, oh, no, Dad. <laughs> Runs up to his room. And then they're talking in the kitchen. And I think something, basically, the dad so annoyed with Pat that he just says, who needs Pat? They who have, needs they, Pat anyhow? And then, and then they, she starts reciting, who needs Pat? Who oh, yeah, needs Pat? Because uh, Sarah had yeah. turned off Pat's She system, had unplugged her, yeah. But yeah, Pat yeah. is able to override it, turn herself yes. back on, and just starts whipping up a frenzy. We'll see what that results in. Yeah. Ben freaks out again at dinner because oh. they're having peach cobbler. Yes. And Dad's like, well, I wanted her to make it because it's your favorite. And he's like, Mom's is my favorite. I fucking hate Sarah. <laughs> Why don't she get this? In his defense, Sarah did have it coming. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough situation. Oh, I'm making peach cobbler to be nice to your family. We didn't ask you. Get out of here. True. So, I in my notes here, I write Ben sucks big time. He does. But also, the dad is kind of freaking out at him, too. And it's, like, very easy to be, like, Ben's in the wrong here. But the dad is, like, a little too harsh with him. But in the end, he's mostly fair. It's all that... Dad lost somebody too. I know you don't want mom to be replaced, but like he said something four years ago that the kids like. You said you never let anyone <laughs> replace her. Yeah, just because I'm dating doesn't mean I'm replacing your mom. You stupid idiot. Oh yeah, but he's like four years ago. Papa's got to get his dick wet. <laughs> <one." laughs> Papa, I've had four years of you not giving me messages from the girls that I date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ben, basically, they end with like, okay, I'll be nicer to Sarah, but mom can't get erased, right? Pat, finally, the of moment course. we've all been waiting for, she has made a body for herself. A holographic body, but yeah. a body. Now this is where I'm going to chime in. <laughs> this is Sam's special share time. This is my special oh, share time. No. This came out when I was six, and then I it was on repeat, so it was six and seven. This is when I was really starting to notice girls, and I noticed really? Clever phenomenon. You see, I don't think that's a normal age for most people. I'm sorry that I develop earlier than you. I'm develop a, I'm early. much more sophisticated. You were, you were one of those six five girls of the ages. Yes. 
Yes, I found Katie Seagal very attractive when I watched this movie, and then... Katie Seagal, who plays the, the yeah, body of the body Smart of, House. The body of Pat, which is a fat girl's name. Let's just face facts here. Wow. Sorry to any Pats out there that are listening to this. <laughs> I based that solely off of the SNL sketch of or, Pat. I mean, even Patrick's, who just go by Pat. Sorry, you're a fat girl, according to Sam. <laughs> Anywho. But then I, I started when I was just noticing girls. So I was very attracted to Katie Seagal, and then I associated it with houses, and colonial houses, which is the house of this. So every time I passed a colonial house, you I was would... like, ooh, I'm getting a little hot and bothered here. <laughs> but so I grew you, out of that quite fast. You were attracted to houses. Yeah. I associated it with the smart uh, house. Oh. Yeah, good thing Sam grew out of it. It's not like when I met him in high school, he said, hi. We met I, in middle school. <laughs> yeah, high school. Jeez, I can't even get my own backstory right. Hi, I am Sam, and I love houses a little too much. <laughs> Please took, come over to my house. Uh, no, it took okay. a lot of shock therapy to get out of that that's one. Okay. So, yeah, trying to recover from that, reel back in, you know. Yeah. This is a. Sorry, I'm entertaining the hell out of you. This, this is a therapeutic podcast. You know, this is a safe space. Feel safe free space. to say anything, unless you're Jacob, and he is not free to say most <laughs> of the things he said. So Pat makes herself a body. She immediately goes and seeks out Ben because she views Ben as her closest ally because he's a dick. Yeah. But yeah. Ben is freaked out, and she's basically she doesn't want Sarah to get into the mix either because. And this is kind of fair that she's been the mother of the house. She's had enough. She's been slaving I away. I don't think it's fair. Serving all these people. And yeah, now they're trying to replace her with a, Sarah? She's been basically a maid. She hasn't been a mom. She's just been she like makes them slave. food. You're, oh, yes, because mo- all moms do is make food. Gets she's the clothes the ready. For them. Gets the clothes the ready. She, some, has, she wakes them up. She hasn't had That's the talk true. with Ben. <laughs> I mean, is that all that a mother is to you? I said disciplining the children. <laughs> she did. She told him to pull up his pants, and she That's shocked him. Disciplining the she shocked him. She didn't ground him or anything. Well, the grounding comes in a little bit. Uh, ben gets freaked out, quickly runs to get Sarah and Dad, tells them that she has a body, and we I think we had the best dad or mom not believing their kid in a decom so far when he says you must have just been sleeping and imagine this when you like talk to him just like a it minute was, ago it was like five seconds <laughs> oh sorry son you have narcolepsy you were just dreaming but then quickly it's clear that she does have a body because pat just comes right away she says she's going to give the family what they need and that is getting sarah the hell out of there robo arm appear eject her from the house bad cg steal Plates cover up the, yeah, the windows and the and doors because yeah. they're all grounded now. <laughs> and this, it gets it's like the outlet. <laughs> <laughs> Good fully work there. <laughs> Pat is definitely scary because she says she's trying to protect them and starts projecting videos of like the nuclear bombs going off and armies marching, In being Russia. like the outside world is oh, dangerous. Oh, you said it was the Nazis. <laughs> I pointed out that it was Russia. But yeah, she's trying to protect them and. And she says, oh, you're scaring me. And then she says, I think a line that must have been in the commercials for this. Nothing to fear. Mama's here. <laughs> Mama and Papa. Uh, Mama yeah, it's... And Papa. The mamas and the papas. I, I think probably... Well, there's some... I feel remembering this as a kid, like, this fucked me up for a bit. I mean, it fucked up Sam, but in a different way uh, than me. Uh, I think it uh, pushed me towards manhood quite a bit faster. She's wow. able to create uh, infinite versions of herself, so we get to see yes. at least like five or six. Yeah. And each one gets hornier than the next. <laughs> she is pawing at her necklace like, ooh, yeah, hey, daddy. Yeah, I guess we should say we haven't really 
I mean, I don't know if you have never seen anything Just, about Smart House, but she looks like a Stepford wife. It's based off of like mother. a 50s mom, like the yeah. show that she was watching. She's got like an apron on. The, yeah. She's got her hair all up in a bow. I don't know. There's something in her hair. So outside, Sarah calls up Miles, who yeah. is a character I didn't think was going to come back again. But With she's, his lady sunglasses. His colleague, her colleague from the beginning of the movie. And she's asking for the house schematics. And yeah. then we see the family who are all sleeping. If I may. She also says that they have enough supplies to last months inside the house because she steel-plated them I'm, inside the house. They had like 40 oranges, so I mean, they must have very... Where are reserves. they keeping all this food? In the basement. So the family is sleeping on, I guess, a floor because they're so scared of Pat that they won't even sleep in their own beds. We do see uh, a, one of those rat holes that are still there, even though the family doesn't have a rat. For like, Butler. Sarah has a rat who sends yeah. in yeah, her rat butler... Again, I can't stress enough, it is just a, the most cartoony hole in the wall for a rat. Yeah, it's it's perfect. So yeah, the rat comes in from Sarah, which has a note tied to it, and it's just like, oh, Ben, I'm sorry, I won't replace your mom. Okay, Ben's like, sick. And gets onto a computer in the bathroom, because... In the tub. Either he's not being watched in there, or she's not monitoring it's, it's the internet or whatever. It's that it's not in the bathroom, but it was never expressly said. No. So she could be watching them just taking dumps and stuff. <laughs> yep. And putting that in her memory bank. Yep. She wants to blackmail them later on. <laughs> Recorded <laughs> and absorbed. <laughs> Whenever they get into politics, they're like, Oh, want to see your president taking a dump? Here you go. That's a deep dive. This campaign so it's is a long con. Ben uh, somehow sends out a chat message to Sarah and Miles that Pat does not pick it up on. It comes up as Ben contest winner on her computer. Oh, I can <laughs> yes. see that. Then they hash out some plan. What's that plan? Well, we'll see in the next morning. The paper boy wheeling down the street. Call back. Throws the paper. Yeah, everything is planned. This is a... Oh, this is a subtle... Subtle play. It's a, comes back. it's a Swiss watch. Everything is perfectly where it is. It has a purpose. Purely oh, functional. God. And it leads to the one scene where they need a stunt double. Yeah. Because uh, right. he throws the paper, the robo-arm comes out of a hatch to retrieve it, and quickly Sarah dives into the hatch to land to the house. Yeah. They definitely needed a stunt double to have that. Happen. It looked very believable. It was a good dive into a good hole. Meanwhile, The hole wasn't even there. It was all CGI. <laughs> meanwhile, Ben is in the house... Distracting Pat with some kind of fake health concern. Oh, I have, like, my appendix, appendix is hurting or something. Yeah. Like, oh, your appendix is on the front of your body. Yes, that's where it hurts. It hurts. I'm a great I, actor. Then the dad really picked up, yeah. I think, on the... The, guy, the dad picked up on because he grabbed his shirt and said, It hurts, Dad. <laughs> he basically holds up a sign that says, Play along, you dumb motherfucker. True. I don't know why Ben would have thought this plan would work, because they already found out that Pat can create multiple versions of herself. Yeah. So she could be watching them and still be patrolling the rest of the house, yeah, which I, she I was, was. That's what I was thinking. Because uh, Sarah's trying to break into the control room, and she gets yeah. caught by Pat. She gets a laser, something that yes. has not been brought up this whole entire time. She has a little pocket laser that's capable of producing heat. To cut through a steel bar. Yeah, maybe she she must have been going for like the power or something. Because Ben didn't need a laser to get into the control room. He so unscrewed she three screws and yeah. got in somehow. So Pat catches her and talking some smack at her. Becomes gigantic. Freaks out everybody. Not the best 
uh, morph. She... No, she's just gigantic in the hallway. She's not gigantic when she meets up with everybody else. Yeah, she is. It's because she makes the giant storm. The oh, hurricane. She's just spinning around. Well, speaking of spinning around, she gets everybody back in the living room. She starts spinning around, making a storm. Definitely a spooky time. And Ben just starts yelling at her, Stop, Pat. I hate it when you're like this. Which, you could never be my mom. You yeah. can't protect you me. You can't touch me. And then she... My dad covered me up. You can't do that. You're just a computer. Yeah, it gets, gets a little... Gets, ben is just addicted to everybody. He's addicted to his dad. He's addicted to Sarah. He's addicted but to But he's not addicted to that girl in his class because he's into her. Well, we never see her again. So, yeah. As they were saying, he basically says, you can't be your mom, you're not real, fuck you, you can't protect us. And she, and she tries to slap him. Oh, no, she, Very softly. No, she tries to touch his touch. face. It is a soft slap. She, it's not I like don't. she goes, oh, I'm going to feel your face and rub it. No, she goes... It was a motherly, all, a motherly caress. A motherly <laughs> caress. She extends her forearm all the way to the side and just goes right through his face. Well, it was kind of a, an exploratory motion because she was testing whether she could touch his face or not. And she, she really built up momentum before well, she met well, contact she, with his face. I, Pat, I guess, just is convinced by this, quickly accepts her fate as not being able to be their mother. Yeah. And the storm she's created is kind of dying down to just rain, and she just kind of fades into the hollow rain. It's, it's you led to believe that the fake rain that she made causes her to disappear. Which makes absolutely you no know, sense. It's, it's very that's, touching. That's it's like the fail. end of Blade Runner. It's like Runner. she's committing suicide. <laughs> Rutger Hauer. Oh, I'm getting wet. I can't be around anymore. She says, you know, all of these things will disappear like tears in the rain. Very quality oh, stuff. God. That movie sucks. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. So, quickly, Sarah goes in. She fixes Pat and says, oh, I'll put her back to normal. Ben, don't you go messing with her. Ha ha, I won't, Dad. I'm going to go have Sarah. sex with your dad, right? <laughs> I won't. My, I won't do, Mom. Uh, <laughs> and then everything is happy. We see some other day in some indeterminate amount of time in the future. Uh, ben is out shooting some hoops, and shooting he's missing. some b-ball out uh, the... yeah, He misses again because he sucks at basketball. And... But we hear... Miss Pat's voice. I mean, a little uh, adjustment, you know, lower your left. Shoulder, elbow, 90 degree angle. In her infinite wisdom. None of those things are said. <laughs> In her she infinite said apply wisdom. more force to your left arm and you'll make it. She has all the knowledge, including b-ball knowledge. Yes. And then, uh, what, what's her name? Sarah. Sarah shows up in her beamer and you know she just snuck out of the dad's room. Out onto the roof and jumped down. <laughs> got in her car and then drove around saying, Oh, I'm going to have breakfast with your dad. Yeah. I don't believe that because the dad is definitely cooking up a storm. In the kitchen, he's got... Oh, a, she, he can't be doing that while she sneaks out of the room? Well, I'm saying the timeline doesn't be add up. up. Because they'd be hooking up. In the bathroom, of, so Pat can't there's see There's a them. mountain of sausage, he's making waffles, he's serving Pat did all that. <laughs> Pat made all the sausage. Give these time. No, because he's trying to learn for himself. Angie, the daughter, is like, yeah, our dad's really grown up because he's cooking now. Because I guess Ben must have always cooked. Yeah. She's eating the waffles. Ooh, these are really good. Chocolate chips? Whoa, 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 what? And the dad's like, I didn't put the chocolate chips in. Whoa, 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 what? And Angie, why'd you put those in? I didn't do it. Well, your brother couldn't have done it. Who could have? Pan shot over to we see Pat's human body face projected on like a screen in the kitchen. Creepy smile. Smiling at the family. And it fades out. And it is something that nightmares are made out of. Freeze frame. It is. Picture Snow White when the (laughs) witch freezes out and all you see is her eyes. But picture that with, like, the haunting stare of a woman that saw World War II 
up close and personal. Well, I just want to make clear what T- Jacob was saying that it was a freeze frame because it would not be a decom without a freeze, a freeze frame. frame. And that yeah, cue the music. The the bump goes in the back house. to jump, uh, jump. The uh, house is uh, jumping. Uh, God. Jump, jump. The, yeah, the house is jumping. We'll play it at Five. the end of the episode. Yes. So that was Smart House. Uh, I guess I'll give my take first. I think it was a pretty damn good movie. I, of the ones that I have memories of, this was basically the only one. So in my mind, I was hyping it up a lot. You don't know, like Phantom of the Multiplex? I like the Phantom of the Megaplex. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I'm pretty a good sure one it's what I said. I never remember. Multiplex, is, the... we'll get there eventually, we'll get probably there. years from now. Uh, my mom's dating Couple. a vampire with uh, one of the aunts my from date. Sabrina. I'm looking forward to it. My date with the president's daughter. That's oh, another good that's one. got Sinbad. My date with the president's okay, daughter. This is my time. Yeah. Yeah. My, my date, date with, with her. the president's daughter. Yes. I've lost control it's of this. Got, it's got Corey's brother from Boy Meets World. Oh, that's what I wanted true, to say, Sean. Sean's his friend. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I don't know. Eric. Eric. Eric okay. is his brother. Okay. This is all singing. This is grade A gold. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it was a really good movie. I don't know if it was like fully the greatest made movie, but I still think it was the most enjoyable. I still think Can of Worms is probably like, it stands Original. on its own just as about close to of like, this could be a real movie. This was fun. Did have that cringy dance scene at a lot of like weird great. effects and stuff where it's like, this is still, a, you know, a TV movie, but in ways I would have been fine if this was like a TV show. And yeah. maybe that just already came from like the TV show aspects of it, but they dealt with some cool stuff. The, we mentioned earlier that bringing in like rogue AI stuff to a children's anything is kind of out there. Certainly was a revolutionary oh, in 1999. Child's yeah. Play came out way before that. That's not a children's movie. I beg to differ. It's I got mean, child it's, in the name. It's Children of the Corn. <laughs> it's children. It's not Child in the name. Still well-worn stuff with single parents, so I don't want them to be replaced. Parent parental issues. Yeah. I don't know if Ben really came into his own in the end too much. We didn't get anything more with Gwen, which was kind of okay. We had a change of pace where we focused on the father's relationship rather than the main character. So overall, I think it's probably the best one we've watched. Just maybe not for pure filmmaking reasons, but because of that dancing. That was that was what That's I really the best needed. Part. Uh, Jacob? No, I, I, you know, this was another movie that I actually remembered. Not all the decoms I, I recall, but this was one that I, you know, there were bits and parts throughout the movie that I, that I remembered pretty well. Um, and it, I'd, I'd say it, it held up to my superior opinion of it. It's been right. a, a great day. I don't, even, I don't even know if I'm brave enough to ask Sam how he felt about it. I think, really we already, sucked. I think we already know wow. a little this bit really about how he sucked, and here's why. The wow. kid's a dick. The daughter's a dick. The AI's a the daughter, dick. The daughter wasn't that bad. The dad is a dumb dick. Sarah's all right, I guess. <laughs> Sarah definitely is probably the most likable character. Gwen really is much. also a dick. Ryan is also a dick. There's not a lot of likable Miles, characters. Miles, her movie. assistant, I think, is his name. He's also a dick. He's underutilized. He's, I'd like to see he's more. He's too of Miles. worried about his lady's sunglasses. Butler too. was cool. Have the have smarter house just focus on Miles and Ryan. Smarter house. Bring back Kate Seagal and yeah. say that house. everyone else died of a. Carbon monoxide leak, and then play in that the AI is killing people now. It would be much better. <laughs> yeah. She's infecting other homes. All yes, right. all the homes on the block are now killing people. Well, if anybody is even still listening to us at this point, because this has been by far our longest episode, yes. but if you'd like to 
tell us about what you liked or didn't like, or if you want Sam back in the future or not, please write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. We actually had an email recently come in, but in interest of time, we'll probably delay that to a different episode to read it. Whoa, 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 read it. Oh. I'm always pulling that out. Let me tell you about... Is this from your brother? Let me No, it's one that was not from my brother. Do you know who it's from? Well, Melby's pulling that up. Let me talk to you about Squarespace. We have no sponsors for this show, and we probably never will. Templates. Oh, it's so great. If this episode is any indication, no sponsors. just give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go. I I am fully ready. So this comes in from Thomas. He says, hello, I'm a new listener of a whole new podcast. That's actually not our name. It's just a whole new pod. <laughs> I don't know if this is a bot. I want to Cut believe in you, Thomas. Cut him some slack. Uh, and I'm having a blast. Glad to hear that. Keep up the great work. And his question, will you or are you planning on discussing any Disney Channel shows as well on the podcast? Oh. So I feel the most. Yeah, we definitely need I to feel the most throw it over to Sam first. Here. I think uh, we're going to focus mainly on uh, the Proud family. <laughs> Maybe the Weekenders. And uh, uh, that's so Raven. The rest of it's just bad. Also, the sweet life on deck, but not the sweet life of Zach and Cody. So, so currently, our our podcast is all about the Disney Channel original movies. But some of the movies, you know, were also shows like the Even Stevens one. There's there is a Proud Family movie, and you know, we'll have some crossovers from the shows to the movies, but not necessarily a, a whole new pod is going to be focusing on the the yeah. shows. Not to disappoint you, Thomas, but. I think we already have our work cut out for us with how slowly we're putting out episodes and how many movies we're to get through. So there will be, yeah, movies we have to address. Kim Possible's another one, and yep. they're already making a live-action one that's coming out this year. Oh, so that's right. There's always have, more DCOMs coming. You have coming. two Cheetah Girls movies you have to get to. Cheetah Sisters, Cheetah... Sister Power. of the Traveling Pants, is that no. one of them? No. Because no. they're coming out with a third one of those. So yeah, as it arises, uh, I mean, and I also don't have, I think probably Jacob would have more Disney Channel knowledge than me. Really, the only show I have any interest or knowledge of is Corey in the House. Yes. Unfortunately, there was no Cory in the House movie. You know that's so Raven because it's a I don't. Of that. I don't. I've watched more Cory in the House than that's so Raven. Okay. So I could talk at length about that show, but what I will say Lilo is, Lilo and Stitch. If you're a fan of Cory in the House or really want to know what it's all about, just look up on YouTube the greatest scene oh in television history, or Cory in the House the greatest scene in television history. You will not be disappointed. So Let's thank go you, Thomas. Into detail about what that scene is. Well, I'll just leave it up to your imagination, and I might throw a little one of our audio Easter egg fun times at the end of the episode related to this scene. But again, yeah, thank you, Thomas, for writing in. If you want to write in like Thomas, you can write us again at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at a whole new pod. You can follow Jacob on Twitter. Yeah, Jacob underscore Telejohn. And also write us on your podcast platform of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Google Play, follow us on Spotify, and I guess maybe soon coming to Podcast Addict. We gotta get there. Maybe, we get there. The demand YouTube. is rampant. Maybe some tube of you. And I don't think you probably have anything, but do you have anything you want to plug, Sam? And he's where are you on the socials? Uh, I'm not on anything. LinkedIn. Follow uh, Sam on his booty Instagram accounts. Uh, look right. Blazing butts. In uh, <laughs> summer of 2020, uh, look at the... Expansion of the St. Peter Hospital. I did some of the carpentry work. Oh, there. you're giving too much wow. local information. <laughs> Exposed. I didn't give you the state. I'm sure there's a lot of St. Peter's. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this has been a wild ride. Hopefully, you 
uh, followed us through. A little more loose at the the cuff than usual, but I think I had a fun time. Yeah. I, hopefully you had a fun time listening to us, and we'll just have to take it into the future, and maybe there'll be more Sam Blazing in the future. To but infinity for now, we have one more Sam Blazing thing, where usually the honor is given to Jacob to take us out, but we'll give the final comment to Sam to see what he has to say for us. I didn't know I was going to be putting on the spot here. Just uh, come up with something really me- memorable. Uh, uh, when in doubt, sweep stake it out. That, that was terrible. Uh, spill red wine on a white carpet. Use the oxy power of OxyClean. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Jump, the house is jumping. Yeah, come on. Jump, jump. Yeah. The house is uh, jumping. Uh, come on. Jump, jump. The house is jumping. Come on. Uh, that's right. Jump, jump. Yeah. Say you wanna move, get on the right track First you gotta jump in, then you gotta jump back Come on, come on, join the house line Let's party on down, gonna make some time Jump, jump, yeah. the house is jumping uh-huh. That's right Jump, jump Yo, I guess you outsmarted me, man I guess, uh, <laughs> guess I gotta hand it to you What's wrong? Corey got a bone hand. <laughs> Why, young Stanley, that's ridiculous. Stanley, calm down. You calm down, sucker. Did he just call me sucker? No, he sure did. Yo, Stanley, I wouldn't go that way if I was you. Oh, yeah, and why not? <laughs> going on? I'm just trying to prove a point. Well, it better be a good one.